This is Clues to the Cube from LaVie Industries, a podcast where we'll help you take control of your crowds and customer cues. Well, hello and welcome to Clues from the Cube from the experts at LaVie Industries. I'm Hillary Kennedy. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the show. On this episode of the program, we are diving into the return to normal as people begin to flock to airports for travel, and we're doing things like going back to our favorite restaurants. So joining me for this episode is Perry Cooklin, Director of Marketing for Livy Industries. Perry, thanks so much for joining me. You're welcome. It's great to be here. Well, okay. So we have seen a lot of major changes in the past year, especially when it comes to going out in public and being out with large groups of people. What parts of the current routine of going out in public, like sanitizing stations, physical distancing, masks, the incessant cleaning, um, what aspects of those are going to remain and for how long? Well, you know, it's really hard to say, but I, I do believe that a lot of these items are here to stay. You know, masks might come off and physical distancing might get a little bit closer but sanitizing stations, constantly cleaning, keeping people safe from one another are going to remain an important part of being out in public for, I think, years. It's going to take years for um, a lot of this stuff to finally get back to what we call the new normal. And that normal is probably going to still look different than what it did prior to the pandemic. Right. Yeah, I think a lot of us have made those changes and now it's become a new routine. So, you know, sanitizing constantly and making sure we have a mask with us, it's just kind of become second nature at this point. Right. And so in a lot of industries um, like travel, you know, people are going to go back to traveling and uh, they're going to go back to stadiums and arenas and amusement parks. And these are really large venues where large groups of people uh, get together. But a, a lot of other aspects of our day-to-day -day life, like eating, going to restaurants, I, I, I would continue to say a great portion of consumers are going to continue to expect curbside pickup or pickup or delivery services. And I think that is something that uh, has become a more permanent. It, it was already trending in that direction, but I think it's going to um, continue even stronger in that direction. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, and you brought up a good point because you know, after spending a significant amount of time at home, a lot of people are very anxious to take a break from Netflix and just get out and be more social doing the things that they love. So it it seems like there is definitely a pent up demand for traveling and then returning to venues like you mentioned, like amusement parks and theaters and restaurants. So what are some of the businesses doing today to help orchestrate the flow of customers? It's, it's really difficult for companies by themselves to manage the, you know, influx of crowds and keep them safe because typically you're working with the same space. When you're in an airport environment, the terminal space hasn't changed. The area for security hasn't changed at an amusement park. There's no more room in that area where people are waiting in line than there was prior to COVID. And yet um, companies are expected to at least attempt to keep people socially distanced and, and safe um, from one another. So we work with companies to 
develop strategies that allow them to keep people safe while utilizing the same space constraints, using acrylic germ shields between adjacent queue rows. Because in areas such as airports or entrances to um, convention centers or events or um, other large venues like that, you're going to have a lot of people who are waiting in line and they're going to be next to one another. So by putting barriers between those, um, you know, like germ shields that mm -hmm. allows you to utilize the same amount of space, items like floor stickers or signage become extremely important because people don't or tend to forget what six feet looks like. And when you're in a, a situation and you're with your friends and family, you're not really paying attention really closely to how you're creeping closer and closer to the person in front of you. So signage systems, whether they're on the floor or whether they're part of the equipment used to cue people becomes extremely important. People also need to know what to do, where to go. Lining up outside is now going to become the new normal for a lot of people as that space is, is required um, just to handle the overflow, uh, keeping people distanced from one another. So making sure people understand what to do, utilizing signs and signage systems so your employees don't have to constantly be on people. That element of knowing where to go and what to do is extremely important. That's so true. The The signage makes such a huge difference of knowing where to go. And like you said, saving employees that time and also just the stress of trying to constantly remind people, here's where you go, here's where you need to stand. So you're, you're so right about that. Let's talk about the perception of safety. Do you feel like this is important? Because people are very hyper aware right now. I do. I think it's one of the most important things. Um, perception is what drives um, people's loyalty to brands and companies. Um, you know, if something is perceived one way, uh, the business definitely benefits or doesn't benefit from whatever that is. So the perception of safety is extremely important. And a company that is seen as considering that safety, not just for its customers, but for its employees as well, um, is going to be perceived in a very positive light. And there's all sorts of things that you can do to address that perception. Again, having appropriate signage so people understand exactly what is expected of them, where they should go, what the process is, having clear defined areas where people can wait. Um, this all drives that perception that the company is going over and above, um, providing employees with um, safe work areas, whether it's germ shields or other um, protective gear, uh, definitely creates a perception that the company cares 
about its uh, employees and its customers. Yeah, it's been interesting this year seeing how many places have maybe, you know, a, a complimentary basket of masks as you come in a door or um, very kind of even kind or funny signage. It, it immediately puts you at ease and it does give you the perception that they do care a lot about your safety and the safety of their employees. And it's just those those things that they seem like small things, but they really are big things. Right. They do add up over time. And even before the pandemic, you know, hand sanitizers were fairly common in large gatherings such as convention centers, events uh, in airports. But I think you'll see those popping up in almost every uh, every place we go these days. People are going to expect uh, businesses to provide ways for those consumers that remain a little nervous to put their mind at ease and hand sanitizers, um, stations or gel go a long way in creating that perception of safety. That is true. I, I I feel much safer everywhere I go now because there's one at almost every door. And it's it's kind of nice right. to, to have that. You have that option to if you don't want to have a sanitizer with you every, every place that you go. Right. People aren't always prepared. So it's nice to have uh, those systems, whether right now it's extra masks or uh, later it's sanitizer stations, um, whatever it is, you know, people do tend to forget. They just, they'll, over time, they'll be leaving the house and they'll get somewhere and realize, oh, well, this is nice. It's great to be able to um, utilize the benefits of the business. Definitely. I can't think of how many times I've left the house and got in my car and driven somewhere and thought, where did I put my mask? <laughs> So that is always nice. All right. So, you know, they say necessity is the mother of invention. So um, technology, what kind of role is technology playing in all of this? Because we've really seen a great need for it. Yeah, huge. Technology is a great way for businesses to um, disperse crowds and to allow interaction and communication with the business without a hands-on approach, without being there to touch and feel. Mobile applications um, are, are, you know, we already use them every day of our life, but they will become uh, increasingly more important, whether it's to prove you have a vaccine or whether it's to pre-register for a service so you don't have to be on premises to wait. There's many uh, queue management technologies that have been available for years and that companies are finally turning to now to allow them to uh, basically queue up people without them having to be on premises, whether it's just in time or through making appointments. So the technology aspect is super important, whether a retailer is using it for a curbside pickup or in-store pickup, or whether a, a bank is using it for appointments, um, or whether airports are using it to allow you to um, pre-check in and validate all the documents that may or may not be required for uh, traveling. Yeah, it's really been interesting to see how technology has developed so quickly in the last year to adapt. And in some ways, it's it's been a relief for me with a lot, especially with the curbside pickup, because I love to order in food. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, that is actually going to do it for this episode of Clues from the Queue. Thank you again to Perry Cooklin for joining me. And thanks, Perry, for sharing your expertise into what we can expect as we, you know, try to return to a normal that we recognize. My pleasure. Thank you. And we want to say thank you also to all of our listeners for joining us for this episode. We certainly appreciate it. So for more episodes of the podcast and to stay up to date with future episodes, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. We'll be back soon with another episode of Clues from the Cube. But until then, I have been your host, Hillary Kennedy. Thanks so much for listening. 